Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I'm your host, and today I want to talk about with you guys about how eating more can actually help you lose weight. And I feel like in the fitness industry right now, especially, this is this is a big thing that goes around. You see this on a lot of like fitness accounts where you'll see a before picture and it will say the woman was eating like 14, 1200, 1500, whatever kind of low calorie number she was eating. And then it will be the after picture where she's looking leaner, she's lost 20 pounds, and now she's eating 2200 calories. And when you look at that picture, you're like, what? How is that even possible that, you know, she is she's eating more and she's losing weight. Like when I eat more, I gain weight is maybe what you're thinking in your head. So what I want to talk about is, you know, two different scenarios that this could play out and really kind of like the fine print behind what it means to do a reverse diet, what it means to eat at your maintenance calories, what are the potential consequences of each because it's not always going to equal weight loss. It's not always going to mean that you eat more and you can lose weight. In some cases, yes, um, but in some cases, no, and that's okay. It will still overall help you in so many ways. So again, we're going to dive in here. Um, and I, you know, we want to make sure we understand like the stories, the, the, the actual true story behind the pictures that we see, right? Because social media can be very deceiving and it can be discouraging if you don't really understand what's going on and you feel, you know, frustrated that when you eat more, you don't have that same result, right? So the first thing is we need to know, we really need to know accurately how much are you eating? How much are you eating? Okay, this is like where it has to start. So when I have any client start with me, the very first thing we do is just a week of a food audit of just seeing every single day, how many calories are you eating? What's your protein? How many carbs? How much fat are you eating? This is really important because so many people, I do the same thing, we grossly underestimate how much we are eating every day. And we say things like, well, I'm eating really healthy, but I can't lose weight. That's my favorite. Um, we say, you know, well, I'm eating really clean or I'm only eating like 1500 calories and I can't lose weight. I don't understand. And if you really honestly account for every morsel of food, every extra chicken nugget and french fry off your kid's plate, every little spoonful extra of peanut butter that you didn't measure out, you know, let's really call a spade a spade. It's not 1500. It's not 1200 calories. Maybe you really are eating 2000 calories already, right? Maybe it's even more than that. And when you actually average out the total of the week, what I see happen with many women is during the week, we're so busy. We're so caught up in the doing, the running around, the taking care of the kids, the house, our own physical training, you know, everything that we go through that on the weekends is when we really let loose. Now we can take a deep breath. Now that's when we could be eating 3000 calories. So when we divide that average up over a seven day period, then yeah, maybe we're not really averaging 1200 calories a day like we thought. Maybe it really is over 2000 calories, right? And I'm giving very like extreme and very like simplified examples, but just to kind of showcase that like it's very important to know accurately and really being honest with yourself, okay? Because listen, I'll be honest with you guys. I mean, I've been tracking my food long enough where I know when I'm lying to myself. 
And I've done it countless times, right? Maybe let's say I pre-log my food for the day because I know I meal prep my lunch. This is what I'm making for dinner. Maybe I enter my other snacks and foods as I'm eating through, throughout the day. And then the end of the night comes and I finish that last bite of food. Okay, I'd already planned to eat my ice cream sandwich. I eat the ice cream sandwich. This is a literal example from last night. And we're watching our little Netflix show and I'm feeling really snacky and I know I shouldn't go in for a snack, but I do because my husband already opened up the bag of chips. I'll blame him for a minute here. So they're just sitting there already open. I don't even have to open them. And I just walk by and I grab a couple handfuls and then I walk back and I grab another handful and then I walk back and I grab another handful. Do you think I measured those and logged them? No, I have no idea. Okay. Maybe you catch yourself doing the same thing. Okay. Maybe before you go to bed, you're sitting there in the pantry, you're hungry, you're snacky. Maybe you don't even have anything to snack on. So you find the good old peanut butter, almond butter, and you take a big spoonful and maybe even sprinkle some chocolate chips on it if you're real adventurous like I used to do. And you don't even log it. Okay. And so especially when you're talking about something like peanut butter, that's hundreds of calories that you're not accounting for. Okay. So I'm not saying that every day for the rest of your life for all of eternity, you have to be so neurotically meticulous to literally every single morsel of food you put in your mouth you have to track that's not what I'm saying but I do feel like at least for a certain amount of time you got to be honest with yourself if you're struggling to lose weight especially you got to really be honest with yourself now I think a really relatable way that this applies is with your finances okay because I know this is coming I'm in I'm in a financial program right now okay to, to with for my business my own finances right I I do a lot of personal growth I'm in a lot of like mentorship containers for my business I have you know coaches for MMA coaches for my fitness coaches need coaches everybody needs coaches so I have a a money coach right that I'm I'm in a program of hers and I know it's coming because I can already see she's planting the seeds that we're going to be doing like a financial audit and really taking a look how many Starbucks drinks a month am I really getting? I feel like I've been really good and I've started to make my own little Starbucks drink, but I bet it's still more than I should. I bet that money could be going towards something else, right? And it's just, it's going to be getting honest with myself and really looking and seeing, okay, how much unnecessary stuff did I buy from Target? How many random Starbucks trips? What did that add up to? Oh my God, that's the amount of money I could have been putting in savings or I could have been investing or whatever. So we do this in every area, okay? And if you want to truly be accountable and you want to truly grow and improve your situation, you got to face the facts. You can't run from it. You can't just say, I'm eating really healthy. I'm really eating healthy and I'm not losing weight. You know, you have to really be honest with yourself. So that's the first thing to understand is you have to have an honest assessment of how much are you actually eating. Okay. So when you finally determine that, or let's say you're working with a coach and this is something I would do. Okay. So I have somebody literally who just started a week ago. I'm auditing her food right now. And, uh, you know, I can see there's some days where she's only eating like 1400 calories, which is pretty low. And then there's some days where she's eating like 2,200 calories, right? And who knows? I don't know how accurate they are um, or not, right? So that's just kind of what I'm seeing from the data point. Um, so then from there, you know, what I would do, let's say for this new client, is I would start them at what I would consider to be like a maintenance number. Now, a maintenance calorie number means exactly what it sounds like. It means the amount of food you eat without gaining or losing any weight, so we find what that number is and I like to have clients start there so we can kind of get a true feel for like where their metabolism is actually at. 
because if we don't know where your body maintains its weight, like how much to eat per day to, to hold the same weight, we don't know how much to take off of it or add on to it when we're trying to lose weight or gain muscle or whatever the goal is, okay? So that's kind of how I would take a client. That's how I do take clients through the journey is we kind of start there and then we kind of see how the body responds. Now, let's say with this client, for example, let's say that um, we find out, I'm going to throw out just imaginary numbers. Let's say we find out that her maintenance calories are like 2,000 calories a day, okay? But some days she's eating 1,400 calories. Some days she's eating 22, 2,300 calories, and she starts eating like 2,000 calories a day. Now, what could start happening, okay? This is what I find is like a very common scenario. At first, most women especially get kind of scared, and they're like, oh my God, you want me to eat 250 grams of carbs a day? Like, no, I, I can't eat that much. I'm going to gain weight. Like we have this fear in our head that eating more is going to help us gain weight. Even though we see these progress photos and we see like, oh, wow, look at this person. They ate this much, but I could never do that. Well, it's because they have muscle. It's because they're athletic. It's because they're younger. We start making these excuses. Well, I, I can't lose weight if I eat carbs, right? This is maybe what a lot of women say to themselves or have actually said to me, okay? They get very scared and they don't, do not want to eat more carbs. But let's say they actually trust the process. Okay, and this is like literally what happens. They start eating more carbs. Let's say they start trusting the process. They eat their 2,000 calories a day. Let's say it's 250 grams carbs a day. And before they were trying to force themselves to only eat like 120 grams carbs a day, thinking carbs are bad. I'm not going to eat that much of them. So what starts to happen inherently is that you start eating more and you're actually satisfied after each meal. Okay, and so you just start eating more each meal and you start eating more fulfilling foods and you're more satiated. And guess what stops happening? At the end of the night, you don't feel the need to eat two spoonfuls of peanut butter. You don't feel the need to, you know, walk by the bag of chips three times. And I'm not saying that's never going to happen, you know, if you're stressed or whatever you're craving. But in general, I start to see that the snacking goes down significantly because you are more fulfilled in each meal. So inherently, you start eating less of that crap. You're eating more of the good foods that are good for your body, and you just start inherently, because you're not hungry for it, you're, you're eating enough foods, you're actually like fueling your body enough that you stop eating that junk, and maybe because you were grossly underestimating and you weren't really being super accurate with how much you were eating, maybe that 2,000 calories is actually less than what you were eating, so you start losing weight. And you're like, whoa, this is great. I'm eating more. But actually, you're eating less. <laughs> and I think that this is the case for most of the people that we see this happen to. I really do think so. I think that, you know, we grossly underestimate or we're really not honest with ourselves of how much we're actually eating. And then we really, you know, go into a, quote, reverse diet or we start at maintenance calories. And then we're like, oh, my God, I'm eating so much more and I'm losing weight. Well, you probably are eating more quality food. You are eating more satisfying food, more fulfilling foods, foods that serve your body better so that you don't need as much as the junk, which is usually higher calorie anyways. So it helps you actually lose weight because, you know, you, you are eating less of that crap, right? So this is what I think typically is, you know, honestly what's happening when we see so many of these fitness accounts that are like, oh my God, look at this client. They're eating 2,200 calories and they lost weight, right? Um, and so that's a reality, right? That's a reality. And, and some people maybe unknowingly are eating more. Um, I did have a client, and if she's listening to this, I love her dearly. Um, and she she lost like, oh my gosh, I don't know how much now the total is, maybe 
over 20 pounds, 25 pounds. Um, you know, she lost about, I don't know, 16 or 17 with me. And then she kept going on her own, but she was that person that was like under eating severely during the day and during the week. Um, but then she would, she would eat during her sleep. So she would wake up and she would do like sleep eating and she'd wake up and maybe see some wrappers, but not really know how much she was eating you know, and things like that would happen or just kind of these binge modes where she just really didn't, there's no way she could really calculate how much she was eating. And so she actually got to the point when we were working together that she had lost the first 12 pounds by eating close to 300 grams of carbs per day. And it was actually very hard for her to eat that many. She had to force herself. She'd be like, I'm not hungry. I'm really, I don't want to look at another cup of brown rice. I'm not hungry. I don't want any more food. And we did that for a while. We did that for the first like five months. And it really wasn't until month like six, seven, eight, nine, that she actually started reducing some carbs, still keeping some higher days on her heavy training days and things like that for recovery, that she started eating less and then she really saw a big drop. So, you know, that's the other thing that can happen is that, um, you know, we'll just get back up for a minute because <laughs> I'm going off on tangents here. But that is, that was sort of that first example of like she was honestly probably eating a lot more than she realized or that she she knew she was eating a lot more but she just didn't know exactly how much so even though it felt like we were giving her a lot of food it still was less than what she was eating before right now let's go to the other scenario because I'll be honest with you guys I have had clients and this has even happened to myself in my own journey that have eaten more and gasped gained weight fitness influencer reveals the truth. So obviously guys, this can happen. Okay. This can happen. You could go through a reverse diet, right? You could be under eating for a long time, or let's say you finish some kind of extreme diet phase and you start eating more and you're like, okay, I'm going to go through a reverse diet. I'm going to heal my metabolism and I'm going to eat more so I can lose weight. And you start eating more and you gain weight. And you're like, wait a second, this is not what I wanted. I thought I was going to lose weight. So <laughs> if this happens to you, this is likely the scenario here. So let's say, for example, that you are somebody, I'll take myself for example, okay, my, my own story here. Um, years ago, and I've told this story several times on the podcast, but I'll relate it to this topic, topic here. So years ago when I was really intensely training, this was like 2018, 2019, I had fought three times and competed in two jiu-jitsu competitions that same year. I think it was 2018. That means I did five weight cuts five weight cuts, five extreme, extreme, terrible, really hard weight cuts where I would go from like 150 to 125 or 130 for jujitsu. Um, and just very, very hard on my body, nonstop training, nonstop competing. It was a very intense year. And in 2019, I start, you know, training for a fight and I'm not losing any weight and I'm legit. I'm not underestimating. I'm legit eating 1300 calories a day and I'm not losing weight. Legit, legit. Okay. No cap. I don't know. I don't know the new slang, but legitimately I'm not, <laughs> I'm not eating more than 1400 calories a day. I'm training twice a day. I'm doing extra cardio. Um, I'm doing, you know, hard MMA sparring. I'm literally training for a fight and my weight is not budging. In fact, I look more bloated and puffy and just, it was just awful. Okay. It was the most frustrating experience. So I wasn't losing weight. I'm not eating any carbs. Okay. I'm going full blown keto and I end up somehow just literally killing myself and starving myself to actually make weight. And I almost miss weight that fight. 
it's a story that's in several podcasts if you want to go back. But <laughs> it was it was because I had done so so many extreme diets and weight cuts that my body had adapted. My body had started to adapt. My metabolism slowed down to where it was no longer in a calorie deficit eating 13 or 1400 calories anymore. I had done so much stress and so much damage to my body. Uh, I had actually messed with my thyroid. I had elevated thyroid antibodies. I was borderline Hashimoto's when I got blood work done because I knew I just wasn't feeling right. I knew I had to get things checked out. And it turns out I had to take a long time of recovering, reducing my training, and eating more. And during that time, guess what? I did not lose weight during that time. Okay, My weight kind of stayed the same, which is normal too, that you might maybe maintain your weight. Okay, Maybe fluctuated a couple pounds, but I pretty much stayed around the same weight. But what I needed to do was heal my metabolism and get my body back adapting the other way, get back adapting to being able to eat more calories, being able to adapt to like resting and recovering more. So some some of you may need that. Um, I have, you know, some clients that maybe have a very high stress lifestyle. Um, I had one woman that she was, you know, a night shift nurse for a long time um, and was on birth control and had two kids and had a lot going on in her life and wasn't sleeping well. So when we tried to go into a diet phase, it just wasn't working. Her body had just adapted um, and just had too many things going on hormonally. So we did do a reverse diet and we didn't lose weight during that time. We kind of stayed the same and gained a little bit. And now that she's had a long time to kind of recover and, and heal her metabolism and fix some of those hormonal things, now that we're doing a deficit, now she is losing weight. Now the scale is going down slowly but surely. So it just really depends on the person, guys, is my point here. It really depends on what you're coming from. Again, I truly believe that most people, when you see these fitfluencers post these before and after of like, ah, 1500 calories and look now 2200 calories and she lost 20 pounds then I'm not saying they're lying <laughs> but I'm saying that most of the time that person when they said they were eating 1500 calories was probably grossly underestimating now there are those unicorns that start eating more and they do lose weight and they really were only eating that much but typically I believe it's it's because of the, the first scenario that they were not really accounting for everything total for the week, right? And so that when they start eating that 2,000 or 2,200 calorie, it really is a calorie deficit and that's why they lose weight. But there's other women like myself and some of my clients that have been through this that we do a reverse diet and it's not sexy and it's not this like miraculous transformation. Um, some people, the scale doesn't move and their body composition does change. Maybe they never weight trained before and now they start adding weights during this process and now their body looks totally different. Um, I have a client right now that this is interesting. This is, you know, kind of off the topic here, but she actually already was eating. She was honest with her accounting and she actually, when she started, was actually eating about 2000 calories a day. But when we looked at the macros, they were kind of crazy. Um, it was like 190 grams protein, which is crazy for a female. Most females, I can't even get them to eat 100 grams protein. She was eating like 190 grams protein um, and she was eating like very low carb and very high fat. So we flipped everything around, we made the carbs really high, we gave her a lot of carbs, lowered the protein, lowered the fat, and uh, now, you know, the scale hasn't changed significantly, maybe a few pounds in the last five weeks have gone down, but her body looks completely different, completely different, because she's trusted the process, trusted the process. So, you know, for her, it's not necessarily that she's eating more food, she's eating more carbs. 
she's eating more carbs and her body has drastically changed in that five week period. So there's a lot, there's a lot, I was talking with my coach today and when it comes to women and fat loss, this is what you have to know. There's a lot of gray. There's a lot of gray. So if you are following any kind of like fitness accounts or if you listen to other podcasts or if you study any of this on your own, you have to understand that especially for women, there's no black and white. There's no black and white when it comes to fat loss because all women are so different. All of our stimuluses, our environment, our training and dieting history, we're all so different. And because we have, you know, different menstrual cycles and some people are, you know, menstruating, some people are in perimenopause, some people are in menopause, some people aren't getting their period for whatever reason, whether it's because they're on birth control or whether because they've done too many years of extreme stuff to their body or, you know what I mean, struggles with fertility. Like there's so many there's so many variables when it comes to our hormones that there really, I believe, is not a one-size-fits-all when it comes to fat loss. Some women, when they start, they can start in a deficit and they can lose weight. Some women, they might not. They might have to do a reverse diet and not lose weight for a little bit and then go into a diet phase and be able to lose weight. Everybody is different. So the key is just you know finding what works for you, making sure that you have a coach and a support system that fully understands you, your lifestyle, everything that's involved with it because there's so many pieces to the puzzle. So, you know, I guess my the moral of the story here is, you know, when it comes to like how can eating more actually help you lose weight, it really depends. I think in general, everybody can benefit from at some point going through a time period when you do eat more carbs. Now, being intentional with it, not being like, F it, let me just go through a month of eating whatever bull crap I want, pizza and french fries and going out to eat every night and getting Uber Eats all the time. Like, that is not what I'm saying. It's a very intentional calorie and macro breakdown where you're intentionally eating more good quality food. You're eating more fiber that comes from whole foods. You're eating more carbohydrates. And I'm not saying like, oh, good versus bad carbohydrates, but I just mean more whole foods, you know, and still making room for some candy or some Girl Scout cookies or some chips and tortilla, whatever, whatever you like. Okay. You should be able to make room for those things, but still have overall, you know, a good quality of foods that you are eating. I think that everybody can benefit through these time periods. Some people may need more of that time period than others. And some people might lose weight during the process. But I think whatever the result is, whether it's losing weight or not, I believe everybody can benefit from that time period of, you know, going to their maintenance or doing a reverse diet where they're really increasing their calories and their carbs. And if you don't lose weight, you could still be doing a lot of good for your body. You could be healing your metabolism, making it so that when you do diet, you can actually start at a higher amount. You could be healing some hormonal imbalances like I had to do. My sex hormones were way, my progesterone was like in the tube. My testosterone was super low. My thyroid antibodies were through the roof. I mean, I was amazing mess. And this was as a result of extreme dieting. So this is another reason why I'm so anti-extreme diets, anti-fad diets, because yes, you can lose weight fast. I've done it, you know, 20 times between jujitsu and kickboxing and MMA of being able to lose 20 pounds fast. I know how to do that. And I know the consequence of it. And now on the other side of it, I very happily eat 
22, 2300 calories a day or more sometimes, and I'm maintaining my weight right now. This is not me trying to lose weight, but I did go through that time period of eating this amount and losing weight. Okay, now this is kind of my maintenance period, and right now I don't really want to lose weight, and I've talked about this before too. I'm just, I don't want to. I feel confident, I feel good, I like my lifestyle. Um, would I like, you know, I'm like all women, would I like to see a lower number on the scale? Like, yeah. But I don't like it enough or want it enough right now to make the sacrifice I know I would need to make. So that's a story for another podcast. I'll, I'll save that for another episode. But all in all, guys, how can eating more actually help you lose weight? Well, one, if you're grossly underestimating how much you're actually eating, you might just end up being in a calorie deficit and not really realize it. And number two is, you know, maybe you're metabolically adapted. Maybe your body has adapted to eating so little for so long that you really need that healing period to be able to eat more, your body to be able to handle that so that eventually when you diet, you're eating at a way higher calorie than you ever did before in a dieting phase. And so in essence, you're still eating more to lose weight, right? So I hope this podcast cleared up some misconceptions. I know I went on a lot of tangents here, a lot of side stories, but again, you know, there is no black and white. There is no one size fits all. And even though it is positive that more online health and fitness coaches are sharing like people eating more food and losing weight, I feel like the context is missing and it can be frustrating for those of us who maybe don't have that same result and feel like they're broken or something's wrong with them. So I don't want you to ever think that if that was your experience, it's all for good. Eating more, especially if you're doing it the right way, and again, not just saying F it, it's doing good things for your body so that eventually when you're dieting, you will be in a much better place metabolically and hormonally and just in general, right? We're always happier when we eat more food, okay? So that is it for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, podcasts have been a little longer. I don't know if it's because I'm just so excited to have my fancy new recording equipment. I hope you guys can tell the difference between this and my iPhone because it is quite a different setup here. So <laughs> thank you for tuning in, guys. Please leave a review or send me a message if you want to chat more about this topic. Uh, my DMs are always open on Instagram and Facebook. I'm also on TikTok um, intermittently. <laughs> it's, it's a toxic place, so I try to just dabble in there. But find me on Instagram. Find me on Facebook if you want to connect further. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I hope you have a great rest of your day, night, week, weekend, whenever you're listening, and I'll talk to you guys next week.